0: It's been a while um and i'm really, really glad to say that uh over the next couple of weeks we are going to be releasing some one shots with some really talented wonderful creative people uh, across the ttrpg community and joining us for our first one and helping us kind of kick things off in this special adventure that we're calling couples retreat we are joined by john from 5e trash and nate from dice and desire so if you guys want to Say hello. Introduce yourselves. Plug your brand.
1: I am John from Five E Trash. I run a Twitter called Five E Trash, where I post Five E Trash, and I also run a blog called Five E Trash. And I'm just trying to get that name in there as much as possible,
0: <laughs> so people remember to. Uh, real subtle, so, Real yeah.
1: stuff. <laughs> but uh, no, I love I love to put together some like really goofy, silly subclasses and monsters. Um, so like a Zadius, uh, like a warlock for like a daddy patron. Uh there's a trumpian cleric in there. Uh there is a wizard of compromacy so using uh blackmail to like use your magic and a bunch of other uh just goofy nonsense that I like to dream up. So, yeah, come check me out.
0: And actually this this one shot uh, is inspired by uh a monster that uh John created for Valentine's Day. If this all goes horribly wrong, it's John's fault. So, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> Perfect. Nate?
2: Uh, Yeah, and I'm Nate. Uh, First of all, please visit 5E Trash because it's a wonderful uh, Twitter uh, account. Uh, Johnny's a wonderful man. Um, I'm the DM from uh, Dice and Desire, an actual play podcast. We're running through the Storm King's Thunder storyline from Wizards Wizards of the Coast. Um, We're all doing it very, very badly because most of us have only been playing D&D for about a year. Um, so, in terms of things like rules and actual gameplay, we're probably as bad as it gets. But we're very funny, chaotic, and silly.
0: Uh, and joining us uh, for this one-shot are cast members Louise, who plays Via Isadrim, the Shader Kai elf that you hope isn't stalking you, and Hafesta Henderson, a Firegynasi warlock with her own anger issues. <laughs> the character, not Amber, obviously. Yeah, well. <laughs> Could be both. <laughs> <up. laughs> I channeled <for> her. <laughs> Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problem. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy or dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, love wizard. And seriously, I'm on holidays. Go solve your own poxy love problems. I'm off to winter and my timeshare. <sighs> A couple of days ago, Barbara, you received a a note uh, in the pigeonhole uh, in your office in the local high school in Tezrab City. It had the trademark uh, lip smack uh, from the D8 Dungeon Services. And you've been meaning to uh, actually cancel the membership uh, that unbeknownst to you, you had been registered for several of your colleagues are concerned that as a middle-aged spinster, uh, you, you know, you're probably lonely. Um, and, you know, as great in company as that delightful Ara Corcoran uh, roommate of yours is, uh, they feel it probably best for you to, you know, find a, a nice person and settle down. Uh, like every good PE slash woodshop teacher does, when you opened it, you, the the letter effectively read that you have won a all expenses to the uh, spring fair festival in the sleepy little town of Wintercame. What are the, how are the two of you heading out?
3: Um, I suppose, considering Maisie's vast wealth that she loves just spending and throwing everywhere and wasting on things, that she would have. Um, hired a horse and carriage with a a saddleman leading the steer so that her and Babs could relax and have a nice peaceful calming journey to Wintercame.
0: Okay um Babs you have been um against your not against your will entirely but <laughs> um, against your better judgment, um, uh, you let Maisie uh, pay for this deluxe carriage plus rider uh, to take the both of you to wintercame for for the long weekend. Um, and you find yourselves kind of uh, cramped into the carriage. Uh, as deluxe and all as it is, uh, Maisie goes nowhere without, without at least a four piece matching set of luggage. <laughs> um, two, of which, two of which are filled with ceramic teapots and various different tea leaves uh, and mugs and cups to drink out of and brew that's an amazing the carriage ride uh, the carriage ride is particularly uncomfortable not because of the uh, the, the the close quarters you, you find yourselves in but the road to Wintercame is uh, it, it hasn't really been tended to in a while and uh, while the the rider isn't speeding down uh, this highway, he is kind of hitting every bump and rock and turnover and the wheels kind of turn and you're kind of jostled left right and center and one of the boxes just kind of slams and kind of catches you under uh under your arm uh, and kind of digs you into the ribs
4: yeah I'm I just sort of shift away from it a little bit and in doing so a little closer to Maisie not quite a cuddle but a little you know
3: yeah, and as she does this, just out of, out of habit, because the two of them have been living together for so long, um, Maisie slips her hand in under uh, Babs's arm and uh, squeezes her hand and holds her hand as they sit in the back of the carriage. Like friends do. Like friends do, exactly.
0: There's just kind of a, a knocking sound on the roof of the carriage uh, and a moment later, a, a small little um, slat slides open and you just hear a short, kind of pippy little voice. Um, Excuse me, missus, but we have almost arrived. At winter came, um, best you best you get yourselves ready. Um, I'm Tiny Thomas, and uh, I've been your driver. <laughs> and the staff just closes. He he kind of threw an eye at the boat of you holding hands. He didn't say much. He uh, he's he's seen all sorts in in this carriage. Hank, you you actually you had signed up for for d8 dungeon a long long time ago but uh, match after match date after date ghost after ghost um you've you'd kind of put it all out of, out of the back of your mind um but recently you'd kind of maybe thought about getting back into the dating game only if uh, it means that you get to hang out with your best mate mal a little bit more uh you know, the, you know get, get the old boys back together that morning you had uh received some post, uh and, and in it a, a letter from uh, d8 dungeon signed by the wonderful uh, miss Roz gray purse herself uh, alerting you to the fact that several days ago uh, she had attempted to contact you as you had won a contest for an all expenses not included trip to winter came. Uh in a timeshare, how do you break the news to Malamar?
2: Mal, I've uh, I've just found out that I've won this uh this competition. Uh you know me, I don't really it's not really worked out for me in the past with this this dating lark. Um but uh I've won this competition. I think it'll be a good time. We might meet some we might meet some girls. We might meet some people there that are worth our time. I'm not holding out much luck, but you know, I've not I've you know, you've been a bit unlucky and I think it's probably a good chance for you to sing some people. Oh, you know,
1: at the very least, just getting out, getting you know, spending some time with you, just getting away from from the city life, which I assume we live in, would just be a delight, you know, even if even if we don't meet any fellas or dames, whatever. Let's just go
2: for it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's all about it's all about pressing flesh and meeting people. That's what I say. That's right. Not too much emphasis on the, on the
1: press and flesh, though, you know.
0: Well, we'll see how the weekend goes. I mean, fingers crossed, I, I suppose. Hank, with, with Malamar on, on board uh, for, your, for your weekend away, um, how, do you, how, do you, how do you propose you are going to get there?
2: Hank, being a barbarian, is very much um, a fan of the wilderness and being out and about, and, goliath, and uh, Mal being a goliath, has obviously been quite a big guy. I imagine that we're going to sort of trek there. Okay. We're, gonna, we're, we're gonna take we're gonna take the more scenic route than, than a carriage i think Mel, are you are you down with that i
1: mean yeah but here's the thing you, i we always say we're gonna go hiking together and then you always just end up riding on my shoulders and i just feel like i have to carry most of the weight and i just feel like i'm getting typecast as a goliath here that i just like so i'm just saying i'm not carrying you the whole
2: way what is hiking if it's not that
1: length? well you're you're supposed to use your feet for most of it you won't. Yeah, I'll show you. We'll, we'll we'll do a quick tutorial on it, but uh, yeah, I, you, you could level up your skills on that front.
0: <laughs> with, with the pair of you hiking to Wintercame, um, you have set out two days previous. <laughs> so' it's <gonna laughs> take you uh, it's going to take you a bit of time. As you drew nearer to, to Wintercame uh, and the highway that kind of connects Tezrab to the capital city, Galeshire, you see that there, it's just it's the long weekend, it's wall to wall, carriage after carriage as people are heading out of the city to their, uh, you know, to their, to their lake houses and their, their, their getaway spots in the woods. But the, that slip road off the highway towards Wintercame, you see that it's very quiet, that there's, there's literally what looks like a a party carriage uh, and a rather regal, uh, slightly uh, garish carriage behind it. Um, And the, the party carriage painted white has kind of pulled over, the rider and the uh one of the groomsmen are desperately trying to repair a a wheel just kind of out the window a blonde high elf woman just kind of st- just sticks her head out and you see her she it's just this short sleek straight blonde bob and just these two sharp porcelain white ears just kind of peek through at either side and, and she just she just rolls her eyes as she watches the, the rider uh, and the groomsman uh, attempt to change the wheel and then on seeing the both of you kind of trekking through the wilderness towards Winter came, she just flutters a wave and it's like lovely day for whatever it is that you boys are doing or oh, just going on a hike left foot right foot know what I mean no well, it uh, yeah, looks
1: looks to me like you might have to take a hike if you don't get that uh, carriage fixed up there.
0: She she she, she stares down at the uh, at the rider who kind of looks up with just a uh, give me a give me a perception check, Malamar, just to see if you um uh, if, if 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 you can kind of see the what's going on. Yeah, it'd be a fourteen, a halfling and a dwarf who are trying to change a, a wooden wheel uh, on this party carriage. And it's a 14-person party carriage. She hasn't gotten out of it. And as you as you kind of fix your eyes on her and you watch that she just stares and eyeballs the the dwarven rider, uh, he looks up with her with utter fear in his face. Like he's just uh he's had a trip and a half with this lady, um, and he is desperately trying to get the uh the the wheel repaired. Behind them, a another carriage has just kind of Uh, attempted to overtake and passes and just kind of staring out the window uh, looking kind of uh, kind of lost in thought uh, you see a a dwarven woman with the the caravan kind of moving on you just hear kind of a coming from the the carriage as the woman rolls up the window and just kind of sits in an absolute pout
1: Oh, I, yeah. I think uh, I think I would go and approach the 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 doors, trying to replace the the tire, and say, "You know, uh, looks like you could use a hand there. Uh, a- a- anything I could do as a as a you know passerby, just popping in to to
0: offer a helping hand?" What does Malamar look like?
1: Yeah. So Malamar is a um, he's kind of a beefcake. He is a hulking uh, Goliath pretty pretty muscular he's wearing a kind of fur lined leather vest uh some like kind of like kind of cowhide leather pants uh that he thinks is like a very sporting look it looks a little cartoony uh and some like hefty boots he's got those like goliath tattoos all over the place Uh, i think he looks a little more intimidating than he is once he opens his
0: mouth um yeah and then next, next to Malamar, Hank. You've kind of figured, uh, what do what do the dwarves see? Um,
2: so uh, Hank, Hank is a halfling. Um, a, yeah, that's right. Your stereotypical uh, halfling barbarian. Um, he's, but he's obviously everyone's always sort of thought of Hank as being a bit of a joke because of his, his small stature. So he's he's tried to emphasise um, how you know tough he is. So he's shaven head um sort of no maybe not a long beard but a, you know a, an unkempt beard he's got a few scars some of which were self-inflicted just to make it look like he was tougher than he was <laughs> and even those that were actually from battle he tries to emphasize with you know extra makeup or anything that that makes it stand out and makes him look more tough he Walks around, yeah he walks around you know pretty pretty topless most of the time again to show how t- hard he is um but he's not got a particularly good figure um he's got that sort of old man you know that 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 you know pensioner who's been working all their life that sort of you know just toned sort of strength or or physique they just look at you they look at the wheel uh
0: they look at the carriage there any chance you'd just maybe hold this and the dwarf who's had the kind of the carriage on his shoulder for the last few minutes is just kind of like purple in the face from stress
1: yeah so i'll um i'll kind of reach both my hands under the carriage and maybe lift it almost a little bit too high at first where it's almost kind of like starting to get like maybe jostling the people inside a little bit before i kind of realize i'm i'm over over pushing uh and but
2: kind of lift it off of him and and hold it steady for them to put the tire on that that even that even for off because he goes to help as well and obviously it sort of goes a little bit maybe a little bit too high for him to really sort of reach to is he's, all he's like, got, like, the tip of his fingers just, like, <laughs> touching the bottom of He's, yeah, he's, he's on his like, tippy toes. <laughs> I'm helping. Um, I'm he's like,
0: yeah. They're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're both helping. Both equal, <laughs> equal effort here. Uh, just inside, you just hear, like, oh, my God. Could you, like, just like, be, like, less rough? The door to the, the carriage opens, and inside you see, three people kind of sitting there there's stuff kind of scattered there's a few kind of coats a uh, bag on the floor and on the ground there is just this half elf woman with sleek back black hair uh just kind of in like a, in a small little kind of little ponytail on just over her shoulder and she's kind of hastily shoving bits and pieces that fell out of her bag and she's looking a little bit flustered and a little bit embarrassed next to her is a sort of scraggly red-haired human who's doing his best to kind of help but he's not really sure what's hers and what was in the carriage, and again he's 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 fit, but like he he's still kind of pasty and pale and draped across the seat in this long white um soft dress um she's kind of as much as the dress is draped over her, she's draped over the seat, and she's just leaning on the edge of her left hand and her wrist. Um, and just kind of twirling a bit, little bit of her blonde hair, um, there is uh, an elven woman. Well, it looks like we've got two saviors to thank. How about a lift? Oh well, uh, yeah, no, and I think uh, uh,
1: Mal's going to blush a little bit, and he says, "You know, if if you think that carriage could fit an old oaf like me, you know, happy to happy to take a lift."
0: Well. If it can fit Phoebe, if it can fit anybody, uh, Phoebe was the first, was that that's Phoebe's the half elf, the half elf girl with the the black ponytail. Gotcha. With that, he'll uh,
1: just kind of now Mal won't wait for for any further invitation. Just kind of like shoulder his way into it, and I think he would look kind of like maybe comically large, just kind of like huddled down, maybe like scoot his seat in between uh, Phoebe and the the red haired human, uh, not really realizing that. That they're a couple yet. Um I'm just thinking that that would be the best spot for him to sit.
0: As as Mal kind of wedges himself uh in through the door and onto a seat between the red-haired human and the the black haired half elf, Hank, the the blonde haired uh elven woman just kind of sits up and then she just pats the seat next to her. Thank you very much, uh, look <clears throat> my lady. Um and he just
2: jumps into the he jumps into the uh Carriage, and he goes and sits, sort of sits directly opposite Mel, just so that he can sort of keep an eye on him and whatever things are going to go on across the uh, side of the carriage. He's, he's at the moment he's still concerned about looking up, looking out for Mel. He just sits there and says,
0: "Is this okay, right here?" Um, she she looks at kind of the empty spot, kind of next to her. She's like, "Of of course you you sit your." Tiny little nubbins wherever you see fit. Are you are you going to Wintercame as well? Are you are you heading down to the festival?
2: That's right. I we, we, we won some tickets to the festival, yeah.
0: Oh charming, you won tickets. Phoebe here well her, her father owns a, a house just in the town. Uh it's just a small investment. We're heading down together. My husband, my husband Maximilian, uh he'll be joining us later. He he had some work to do in the city and told us to head off without him.
2: My uh, <clears throat> my name's Hank. Well, what's your name? Sorry, is that short for something? Short. Why are you saying short? Well, it's just four letters. Yes. It's Hank. It's just Hank. I, I mean, I can give you my full name, It's which is Hank Head Splitter.
0: <laughs> Delightful. And she holds out a, a hand to uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Stormfinger. Tiffany Stormfinger, there we go. That's out there. With her stuff kind of packed up, uh, the half-elf sits herself beside Hank and accidentally brushes herself off of him. And you just see that part of her dress, this like chiffon dress, is clinging to Hank uh, from the sweats from his hike. And she's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Tiff, he's wet. <laughs> Tiff, he's so wet.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. I did a lot of walking. It, I'm, I am only a little one. Um, and I'm not used to doing that much walking. It's, it's not really my fault. It's, 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 it's
1: Mal's it, fault. It's my fault. I forget that for each step I have to take as a Goliath, he has to take four for a halfling. So I just, I don't, I didn't do the math
2: on this hike. He normally, he normally carries me but he got a bit precious about it this time. I'm not sure what. <laughs> a lover's quarrel, perhaps?
1: More, more of like a like a best friends uh, sort of, I guess, qu- quarrel. Yeah, I, there's not a more clever way to say that, so I will just <laughs> say Hank and I, we've been best friends for, for what, 20, 20 years now? We've just kind of always had each other's backs. You know, he looks out for me, I look out for him, but... Uh, you know, we're just so when he said, you know, we, we got this. I got these free tickets to this little winter came town. I was like, heck, let's
0: just head on over there. Let's see what it's about. I got nothing else going on. Allow me to introduce the both of you. That's sorry. That was a delightful story. Um, you're joined by Mr. And Mrs. Mantle. This is Brad and, and his, his delightful wife, Phoebe. Malamar he like Brad holds his hand out to you and he's trying to make his palm bigger somehow he he, like he's trying to like inflate himself a little bit um uh uh, Brad Mantle of the Gardner Realty Conglomerate oh my god pleasure to meet you. and I think um
1: uh Hank will or not Hank sorry I'm I'm Mal Mal will with (laughs) index finger and thumb like shake his hand (laughs) That's, oh, uh,
0: it's, that's quite a grip you got there, mate. Uh, do you, do you, do you lift? Oh, I lift all sorts of things. I just lift your carriage just
1: not five minutes ago.
2: He you know me normally lifts me as well.
1: Yeah, I, it's hard to find something I can't lift if I really, you know, put my mind to it.
0: and is there just, is there just any chance you could just get the drivers to just go? I just... <sighs> I need to change out of the dress. I think it's ruined.
2: I, I am very sorry, but I am very, I'm very clean. I bathed last week. So that's quite you know new for me. So I am quite
0: clean at the moment. <gasps> okay. Okay, Phoebe. You've prepared for this. And she, she reaches down into her purse and she just starts spraying a small little bottle of perfume kind of... Um, in front of her and then she just wafts it around herself mal was it any chance you could just uh you know give a knock let the driver know appreciate it bud. oh yeah and i i knock on the the window uh with that the the carriage just kind of it just it moves uh and uh phoebe is kind of tousled in her seat and she falls and hank she's kind of thrown herself like she kind of falls on you she glanced off of you briefly, and her dress stuck to you. Now she's full on buried, like her face is pressed against your chest. Tiffany smothers a laugh, and just kind of watches on. the The driver kind of knocks on the roof. There's a uh, just a carriage up in front of us. If you if you'd like to hop out, um, I I I think I. I I, I think there's a local person there to meet with you all for the festival. I, the carriage has moved, by the way, all of thirty feet. That's as, that's as much of a lift they've offered you, Hank and Mal. Tiffany just kind of uh, gets up, brushes her dress. Well, I I think a brief sojourn on foot, uh, a hike. Is that is that what you called it, Mal? Oh yeah, yeah. I I love a good hike. You know, uh, if we want to just what a spiffingly rural idea. Let's let's hike everybody. Let's just hike. In- and she hops out of the the carriage, um, and as she does, she draws a sun hat from behind the the back of the seat, plops it on her head, and she slips out the door. And then, just with, with kind of a sharp whistle, Phoebe, Phoebe gets up and moves towards the door with Brad, kind of taking the rear. Mal, just sort of um, manoeuvring your 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 frame uh, through the, uh, the 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 carriage. Um, you get out and immediately the carriage just kind of bounces a little bit. Just standing outside uh this other ornate regal looking carriage, uh, you spy a dwarven woman and uh, an Aracoran uh woman. They appear to be holding hands. Maisie, can you can you tell us what you look like?
3: Yeah, so Maisie is um she's long white wings and a few sporadic large feathers coming out of the back of her head that it looks like they don't look like they're part of her own plumage it looks like she's placed them there herself and she has several bangles along both of her arms and along her legs and is wearing this multi-colored um very bohemian style of robe wrapped around her and this necklace that seems to have all sorts of different dangling charms and medallions on it as well
4: and barbara um, a lot more simple compared to to what Maisie looks like there. Um, so she's a she's an older dwarf. Um, so long white hair and braids, um, and just dressed a lot more sensibly, just linen and and leather, and nothing quite so ornate.
0: Is that a Fleetwood Mac album, linen and leather? <laughs> <laughs> With the two of you standing there, there across from you, there is a rather. Puffy, red faced, white haired, halfling uh, gentleman in sort of uh, deep purple robes with a kind of a gold chain uh, draped across his shoulders. Well y'all y- 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 just wait like a few more minutes there now. And we oh we've got more visitors. <laughs> oh, how do y'all? And he's just he's waving up at uh, at Hank and Mal, Tiffany, Phoebe. He's just he's just gesturing with kind of a one handed wave, and it's, he's just giving it a little bit more gusto. It is my absolute honor to just welcome all of you to the Spring Fair here at Winter Cape. Well. Aren't we plumb lucky to have such fine city folks, such as yourselves, coming all the way down from Tezra to spend your hard earned monies here with us? Aren't you folks just precious? I, I, I nudge Mel and I say,
2: Mon- Money? Did we have you got any money?
1: Well, I just figured it was like an all expenses paid thing here where we weren't just gonna like. I got like a couple silver, but like n- nothing.
2: It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be a tough weekend, I think.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm well I'm I'm sure it's a friendly bunch of folk. They'll they'll understand maybe we can open up some sort of tab or something, travel back down here later with some some gold or something and
2: pay out later. I'll I'll have a I'll have a chat to that Phoebe. I think we got on quite well in the cart. I'll see if she's oh, that's true. She she seemed pretty uh well to do there. Yeah. I'll see if I can get some money off her if she if she can do me a float or something. Um
0: just out of nowhere, just a cold shiver runs down phoebe's back uh, she she doesn't know why but she's just
1: <sighs> she's just
0: she's just shaking the halfling man there with the kind of the white kind of wispy hair that's barely clinging to his scalp uh just kind of he looks you all up and down and he's he's just smiling with this big big grin and he's just the cannon shoot the cannon <laughs> uh, and, and <laughs> nothing is happening and it's just Jacob's Michael, I swear to all the gods, old, new, dead, and soon to be dead, shoot the goddamn flower cannon. And there's just a boom and a pop as a torrent of flower petals just explodes about 10 feet away from me. And it's actually blasted, Maisie, your driver and the horse and the carriage is just just completely painted in a a flurry of, of flower petals. Well, that thing, that went exactly as we had planned as part of the festival. Wow, wasn't wasn't that just something special?
3: Uh, Maisie's clapping her hands. She thinks this is all very cute and quite enjoyable. Far
4: was just rubbing her temples. This is not what she signed up for.
1: Mal, will nudge Hank. Be like, do,
2: do you know what this festival's about? Here, I haven't a clue. The, the The invite was very light on detail. It's a festival, and that's about all I know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: Allow me to introduce myself. I am your master of ceremonies, Lis Dune Varna, and I am here to welcome you to Winter Came and to hopefully, and he starts kind of uh, finger gunning uh, all of you, match up some of you would be singles with that potential love of your life. And he's still just w- wagging his fingers at all of you.
2: I. <laughs> oh. How close is Hank to um, to what's his name? Sorry, Liz Dune. You're there's about ten feet. As he as he's doing the the point thing, I'm just going to go over and and I'm going <laughs> to try and shake his finger like in a in a sort of like a, how he how do you do sort of oh welcome. My name's Hank Headsplitter and this is my friend Mal. We're here for the festival.
0: Oh, two two distinguished bachelors, and he's <laughs> oh, delighted, half standing off the road next to a bush. Is a pasty-looking teen with scraggly, greasy brown hair and a wisp of a moustache and a bit of chin bum fluff. (laughs) He's still wagging his finger as you're still holding it.
2: (laughs)
4: I'm
2: I'm, I'm going with him the whole whole way. I'm just not letting go of his finger. I'm I'm not used (laughs) to 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 to, (laughs) to Physical contact. um, (laughs) Physical contact or a bit of high society and and decorum. I just think this is how people greet each other.
0: As far as I'm aware... Y'all, y'all are staying up in the fortnight inn with 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 with, with, with 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 Miss Miss, Miss Periwinkle, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's oh. that's what the letter said. Oh my, stars and heavens and graces! You're the contest winners. That's right. That's right. My name is Hank Hedges. Oh. As I said, and this is your and he he points at uh, Phoebe and this is your would be betrothed wink wink. Hopefully, uh, Phoebe is going to roll for constitution. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She has actually barfed a little in her mouth. Uh, and She swallows it because she's, you know, she's noble born. And but she is now squeezing Brad's forearm to the point that his hand, his fingers are, are kind of throbbing. And th- um, no, we, we didn't win any contest. My mother and father own a house. We're Brad. And she's kind of dragging him. And, and, and Tiffany is kind of just kind of waves you all off. Well, we'll see you in the fortnight for a drink, I suppose, boys and ladies she just kind of lowers the glasses that she had kind of perched on her face just an inch just kind of over her nose and flaps up the sun hat and just kind of glares at at you Barbara and Maisie well well if well if 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 if, y'all must be very tired from the road so why don't why don't I have why don't I have Jacob and you just hear my name's Chase I'll have I'll have young Mister Schmeichel here. Just bring you straight to the Fortnite in You You get yourselves checked in, registered, and oh, don't we have a night full of fun and games? We've got a mixer. You you folks look like you love a good mixer. While you're still holding his hand, he's now trying to elbow you, Hank, as well. <laughs> I, I
2: I again, Hank is not accustomed to some of these things, and and he tries with his other elbow, like the, the complete wrong elbow, to try and. Touch his, thinking it's some sort of weird <laughs> cross greeting. Uh,
0: oh, I think I think we're gonna, I think we're in a dance, Mister Splitter. <laughs> and he's kind of half dancing and half leading you towards the town. How wonderful! My first ever dance. You haven't even gotten into the city, and you're already making making friends over here. Have any of you fine folks? Oh, I, I beg, I where? Well, my mother would be turning her grave. Well, if she was dead, but bless her and say she's still alive. She's still kicking. Uh, and he 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 kind of he kind of makes the sign of the three crosses to himself. Um, I didn't believe I got the rest of all y'all names.
4: We won the contest as well. Um, I'm I'm Barbara. Uh, um, and this is this is, easy.
0: So no, we've we've got the contest winners.
4: That, that we received a letter too. I've I've got it here with me. I've I've brought a copy. It's, it says right there that we won. Ah.
3: Uh.
0: Well, you know what? We'll get we'll get this sorted right out. Why don't four of you just follow me straight down through the town, and we'll just get you all registered and signed up and spending that money, huh? Why don't we just do that?
4: Uh, yeah,
0: Mal. Oh
1: yeah, spending all that all that money, all that gold we brought with us, all the all the finances that we planned ahead of time <laughs> to uh, spend in your fine town. We can't wait to do it, and I'm just gonna like really nudge hard against. Uh, Hank.
3: keeps saying Um, about
1: money.
2: It keeps (laughs) saying about money. I'm worried.
3: Seeing seeing that that Babs is kind of stressing out, I'm like, Babsy, Babsy, it will be fine. We're going to have a great time this weekend. The
4: place is already weird.
3: Yes, it may be weird, but look, we're we're getting out of our comfort zone here. Just keep in mind, dear. I like my comfort zone, Maisie.
4: I like our little apartment. I I like our little house.
3: Honey, I know, but just for one weekend. Come on, this is this is fate that you received this letter. Finally getting out a little bit. Fine,
4: but can we at least avoid those two? And I like nod my head over at, at Hank and Mal.
3: Oh, don't be so mean, love. The short
4: one's weird. We've only just Look at him, it. he's still shaking his finger. What's that about?
3: I don't know, maybe it's some sort of cute little <laughs> local custom.
1: Mal would see you like, nod your like? nod your head over towards us and then he's going to like lock in on that and he's going to like do a really aggressive bow <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bob just kind of jumps
0: away <laughs> oh, <they just> <laughs> crazy. he's clearly attacking <laughs> <laughs> um, the four of you are led uh, down this this dirt road with that, that gangly gawky uh, angsty looking teenager kind of following a few feet behind you you're led through the town the dirt road kind of it, moves into kind of a, a square winter cane was actually a town is probably a uh, you know a an exaggeration uh it is slightly bigger than a village you find yourselves kind of standing at a tall fir tree listoom the master of ceremonies points to the road just kind of to the west there's a uh a kind of a, a square uh in the center with flower beds Sitting in the middle of that, there is just a a water feature of a couple of non-distinct gender embracing each other, uh, with water occasionally spurting out of their necks. Uh, it looks like both have been impaled by arrows. <laughs> that is some deeply upsetting masonry you got there in that statue. That is just the craftsmanship
1: and the trauma that I have in that it induces on on your town's
0: newcomers is just amazing. Oh, no, no. oh yes. We've um we often get loads of compliments about the statue. We call it Love's Gush. Disgusting. I love it. Oh. Well, that's the square. And just up there, well you'll get to see that tomorrow. That's part of that's that's days two's activities. Uh but we have to make we have to make sure you all get registered for that first. So if you'll just kindly follow me and get your checks ready, we we're gonna go to the Fortnite Inn and he's just kind of shuffling the four of you down towards it. And they're uh, at the end of this dirt road, on the southern end of the fountain, you just see this this two-story uh, tavern. The building looks really weird. On one side of it, there looks like what might be like an animal pen, um, almost, like where you might have kept um, cattle or pigs or something. But it's now just filled in with flowers. Like it's just, just a load of flowers, uh, wildflowers and birdhouses. And you even hear like a wind chime going off somewhere the front of it is kind of it it looks a little bit like it might possibly have been uh you know some sort of official building like a like a mayor's office or something at one point but just um just outside the uh, the the front just kind of swinging there in a light kind of balmy breeze uh kind of creaking and groaning you just see a sign uh that just says uh fortnight inn um and there's just a smiley face underneath it with a rainbow uh, kind of painted over there over the top of the smiling face, um, and uh, still kind of Im- half embracing Hank Listoon just shuffles the the four of you in through the door. No sooner does the door open, you just hear a clanging of bells. Uh, uh, just it's just it's it's porcelain and it's metal, and it's all rattling, and it's all it's just this cacophony of sound and echoes throughout the the tavern floor. It, there isn't there isn't a single soul. Sitting at a table perched at the bar, you don't see a server, you don't see a, a barkeeper, There, there's nobody on kind of seeing the place so sparse. List just kind of brushes past because, well, I do you know what my mama always said, and she still says because she's not dead. And I she says, Well, the early bird gets the worms, yeah. But uh, it seems like we might be too early for the worms to even
1: be ready here. I mean, uh, what's uh What's going on here?
0: Oh, it's just uh well, you know you 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 know some people have this notion in their head that you don't show up to a a, a an organized event with an itinerary and a timetable and a schedule you know, until later. You just, you skip all that stuff right at the start and you just show up. You, you folk are just, you're just, you're just old-fashioned tradition. I, I like the cut of your jib.
1: Well, that sounds incredibly incorrect, but you know what? I haven't really been to many of these festivals here, so I will, uh, I'll just go along for the ride. I would like to roll an insight check to get, and like, if, if I can tell if he's being shifty about something or if, if he's just disorganized.
0: Yeah, far ahead. Uh, so that would be a 17 um from the pool of sweat that is collecting on his furrowed brow you definitely get the impression that there is something uh that he like <clears throat> he's definitely bluffing and just when he feels like the the jig is up because he kind of he just he, he, he sees the the four of you just kind of staring at him you just hear a very um a very excited loud hello echoing from one end of the bar outsteps this woman well, it's, it's quite funny, actually, because she's dressed almost identically to Dame Maisie Peckham. The full bohemian wrap. She's wearing a headdress that's kind of tiding up this wonderful plush, thick uh, brown and black hair with just kind of a, a wave of grey silver kind of washed through it. And she is bejangled uh, on her uh, wrists. She's wearing a clacking necklace. There's even like an ankle bracelet that's making a truck ton of noise, and she just slinks her way from the back uh, of the tavern. You are most welcome to the fortnight inn. I'm Miss Gladys Perry. Perico- got note the miss, and she kind of she gives you an eye, Hank. She's like, "You naughty little boy," and she's just she wags the finger at you.
2: She oh, she's wagging a finger, is she? Yes, she is right it's, it's, it's now the go. local
0: tradition here in King, finger wagging
2: yep i i uh, first of all i lean into um uh, liz dune and say uh, sorry about this but i'm going to have to switch fingers um <laughs> and he finally uh, uh, he finally un, unclasps liz dune and um swoops over to uh, Gladys, miss periwinkle and grasps her finger and it starts again <laughs> i uh i Hank Headsplitter, nice to meet you. Charmed.
0: Oh, Mr. Headsplitter, you. you brute! Uh, and she's just. she's excitedly wagging her hand with you. I assume you're the contest winners we've heard
2: so much about? I'm one of them, yes. Oh, I'm delighted. And look at you.
0: You're just an absolute sweaty little bundle of treasure. And <laughs> you're, just, you're you're just. Sopping all over my floor, (laughs) you you damp little nugget.
2: I am clean, though. I I was telling someone earlier that I I, I bathed at least three weeks ago. That's right.
0: Oh, I can tell. There's quite the aroma just
2: wafting off of you. May I introduce to you my best friend, Mal?
1: Mal, where are you? Uh, Mal, I think, in the background, got a little bit distracted by just kind of, like, investigating the room, and his head is currently somewhat tangled in some sort of like candle chandelier or like candelabra
0: (laughs) taking the space in around you mal just when you kind of get a fix on what the place looks like you turn your head and just nestled over the bar is this rather large bulbous head of well it looks like a hair but the, the head is too big and there are two antlers sticking out of the side of its head and its teeth don't look like they look more they look like they belong in the jaws of a wolf
1: wait sorry is this a living thing behind the bar or is this like a mounted it's, it's mounted it's a mounted it. head uh, just hanging over the i was like should i be rolling for initiative right now um, <laughs> or... <laughs> mal rolls for initiative and just smacks the head off of the wall no um i'm kidding no i think um as he kind of like you're going to see a bit of like a tonal shift in Mal as he's sort of like taking in the room. And I think as he's trying to like get untangled from this, uh, chandelier, maybe accidentally rips it down and kind of goes, Oh, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, fix that. I'll pop that right back up there later. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, my name is Mal and, uh, happy to be here. Uh, I'm sorry. Is, is this where we're supposed to be? I'm starting to feel a bit concerned that this is not the right uh, town or, or tavern or, or what have you.
0: Oh, not at all. Oh, you, you. Hank, you never told me your friend Mal was such a little trickster. Look at him there. Uh, and she now kind of drapes herself over kind of one like a high backed chair. Oh, didn't the two of you know this was the singles weekend, and here's the two of you bringing some absolutely gorgeous beauties with you, <laughs> and she's now kind of rolling her shoulder a little bit, and she's kind of with the with the broken candelabra she's just kind of kicking it under the table a small bit as well, just like not a soul, not at all, ladies, come in, come in. This soon, I'll take care of the guests. We'll see you later for the mixer. I've it all prepared. I'll have fifty chairs put out in no time, and I'm sure Mal. I'm sure Mal won't have a problem at all giving me a hand. Will you, Mal?
1: Oh gosh, and he's going to blush a little bit and say,
0: "Yeah, a- anything you need." That's if your lady friend and she gestures over at um at uh, Barbara, if she doesn't mind a bit of competition. <laughs>
4: We're not. I. I, I no. I. I. I don't know who this guy is. Um. Also, I'm a little worried because uh, that guy didn't seem to know why we were here, and and we won the contest. So, like, do you have a room for us? Or
0: of course, of course, we've got a room. We we put the finest room away for
4: that, Roz woman. Whatever, whatever, whatever she, whatever. Give me the tickets. What 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 have you got? What have you got? I hand over my my letter.
2: a minute nudge hank to do the same uh, I, I i yeah i pull it out from sort of. I, I root around sort of behind myself into my, <laughs> into my trousers sort of like a bit oh. longer than I probably should take and eventually eventually I'll, i pull it out and it looks not too dissimilar to bb's dress
4: as this is happening i'm just like shoving myself closer to maisie and farther from them and just like squeezing her arm a little bit tighter
3: I, I take one of my wings and I kind of wrap it around that as I'm holding her hand.
0: Well, it's there seems to be a bit of a bother with the letters. Um, did any of you happen to check the dates? Um, I'm afraid they've expired.
4: But we just got it.
0: Yes, but if you look at it here, this is dated 20 years ago, my
4: love. But it only came in the mail a few days ago.
0: That's why this
1: place looks so busted that it, no one's <laughs> supposed to be here right now. This was, Oh, this is, I'm starting to understand what's happening here. What a, what a funny goof we've, we've walked ourselves into.
0: Busted. I,
1: I'm sorry. I just, it, it it just seems like this place really hasn't been kept up at, at, as much. Again, happy to, to lend a hand. Uh, but. You know, there's something to be said for manners. I just, Oh Hank, why is your friend such a brute? Now you know we take offense to that term
2: as Goliaths. He—he he, listen, um, Mal, Let, let me. He's—he's he's not really the brains of the outfit. Um, I love him very dearly. Um, but um, we, we tend to let me do. Uh, he does the walking. I do the talking. That's sort of a phrase that we've got. Um, so you, you don't worry about him. He's just. He sometimes says the wrong things. There's a lovely establishment you've got here. <laughs>
0: Yes, it is, isn't it? To the matter of your rooms, I'm afraid we're fully booked out,
4: and all we've left is the family room. Sorry, ma'am. Not to be rude, considering we we just went through that. Um, booked out by who? There's nobody. Other guests. There's there's nobody here. Patrons of this wonderful,
0: and she clocks eyes on Mal, establishment that many people frequent, lots of times. <laughs> You know, the the way that you're
1: describing this place is a little off, but I'll believe you.
0: I can put the four of you lovely creatures up in the family room. Oh, you'll love it. It looks out across the slaughter. I mean, the garden, the floral garden out just to the, the west of the building. And you get the wonderful, wonderful aroma of wildflowers wafting on the balmy breeze here in Came. Sorry, all four of us together. Well, you're a modern woman, aren't you? You're here for a singles weekend, aren't you? She's blissfully unaware of the fact that Maisie has thrown herself over you uh, and is hugging you very, very tightly for her life.
4: I don't know them.
0: I just, I, if if I may, you
1: know, uh, I, do, are, are there any other inns in the town? I just feel like for a singles weekend, it's kind of hard to, uh, you know, be a single when you're uh, forced into a room that is a quadruple.
0: It as this is where the mixing starts, Mal. And I, I still didn't get your lady's names. And she's kind of drawing this really hefty ledger out from the bar and she just drops it with a thud and a film of dust just billows off the top of it.
3: Now. Very so- very sorry. Uh, I'm Dame Mavis Peckham and this is my very good friend, uh, Barbara Edgestone.
0: I'll have the local teen. Put up a partition if you really feel it's necessary in the room. I do.
3: What, what is the, the bed the bed situation in the room? Is it four beds or?
0: A lovely double and two singles for the children. You know, I can
1: I can curl up real small on a single and I'll be just fine. You know, if I sleep in a mall, I can fit in anyway. You know,
3: yeah. Yeah, Babsy, we'll take the double bed. Oh, I bet you will. We're just friends. No, 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 no it's fine sharing beds do it all the time babsy and i are we're housemates we've we've lived together for over 20 years now in a little um apartment above my tea shop in Tezrab.
0: and don't forget the speed dating so what i'm getting from all of this and she's now flitted around the bar she's getting a key is no partition
3: Oh, we're 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 still ladies who've just met these gentlemen. So a partition would be appreciated, just for a little bit of privacy.
0: And she just, she, of course, and she uh, there's only the one key, and she she kind of looks at her. Well, Hank, you look like the most responsible, and she just hands it. to I mean,
1: you. I, I will say, you know, maybe Hank's not the best key keeper here. He did just pull out a a contract or an award from his pants. So uh, I might. Uh, yoink that from you and uh, put that in one of my pockets. I'm going to put it in my little vest, breast pocket.
0: Make your way up the stairs, down the back of the hallway. You can't miss the door. And be down in 45 minutes for speed dating. It is the first activity on our weekend, weekend of activities that we have planned for you. Culminating in the Spring Fling Cotillion. Oh. And we have a local band playing. You might have heard of them. Uh, Are any of you familiar with Forever Rock?
3: I've heard of them around Tess Rap, but I don't know if they're my taste in music at all. Uh, they're a bit much.
0: Well, so much for broadening her horizons, Babs. <coughs> we don't exactly have Forever Rock. We've got the next best thing, a local band that cover them, Eternal Boulder. Got <laughs> a lot of
1: stone themed bands over here, huh?
0: Young people, it's all that rock and roll music.
3: Babsy, let's head up and get prepared. Um, is there any chance I could get some hot water, please? I would love to make some of my tomato mint tea before I come back down again.
0: I'm sorry. Um only food and beverages purchased on the property may be consumed on the property?
3: But oh, this is this is I'm I'm afraid this is medicinal more than anything else. It helps it helps my. We my, also my, my you also don't have drugs
1: on the property? <laughs>
3: It's an all-natural medicinal purpose. Oh yeah, we've had your sorts here before. I'll have something set
0: up. She buggers off uh, back into the kitchen to start heating up some water for you, Maisie. Um, and the four of you are kind of left to your own devices to find the room. And it is exactly uh, as, as Gladys had said, up the stairs, down the end of the corridor, uh, and you can't miss the door because literally carved into it um, and not, not very well, uh, are the words "family room" spelled F A M I L E E R U M. The room is actually pretty spacious. There is a a, a double bed right uh, in a, a a recess in the wall uh, that looks out onto a gable window that opens up onto a small little balcony.
3: I sit down on the edge of the the double bed and I start rooting through my pockets to get my tea leaves for my tea ready
1: now pulls hank aside and says you know you've really been making quite an impression rubbing off on on a a few number of ladies this this afternoon this is going to be your weekend as i said to you press the flesh i mean and i think it's it's good to press the flesh but try not to soak the flesh if you know what i mean
3: every time they say press the
4: flesh barbara just like creeps away a little bit farther
3: (laughs) Maisie kind of as she's preparing her tea leaves and stuff, she just looks around at everyone. She knows Babs will have some tea, but she looks at the the two boys and like, "Would you like to try some of my mix?"
1: Is this? I, I try to stay kind of lucid. Is this sort of a, a a goofy water, or is this just a regular old
4: brew?
3: It's a, it's a regular old brew. She was just being really pedantic about getting me the water, so I tried to say anything I could to make sure I could have a little tipple before we headed downstairs. This is my. My famous tomato mint tea—it sells so well. I sell about two portions a month. It just flies out the door.
0: If there's two
1: flavors that go well together, it's tomato and mint. I would love some.
3: Oh, brilliant! So we just have to wait for the water now.
0: There's a rapping at the door. It opens kind of abruptly, and you—well, it looks like the four. No, oh, you're you're all. Uh, I thought some of you would be nude, and she just. Uh, she puts the, the, the kettle on top of a small side table. Well, as you were. And she she just, remember,
3: speed dating in a little bit. Thank you so much. In my satchel where I had the tea leaves, I, I pull out four, like, itty bitty cups, put a sprinkle of each of the tea leaves into each and some water and just leave them sitting to the side. And then I start sipping at mine. <laughs> very delighted with myself.
2: Thank you very much. Um, and Hank takes little... <laughs> sniff a bit and sort of looks at mal a bit sort of like questioning and then takes a big and then sort of raises a impressed eyebrow and then he's going to get one of his fingers with the, with the remnants that's left he's going to rub his fingers around what's left in the in the uh in the cup and he's just going to dab a little <laughs> bit behind his ears and a, little, and a little bit under his armpits just for, for a good measure
3: Amazing! Uh, starts smiling seeing how much he's enjoyed it and like you can see why we sell two portions a month. It's such a brilliant bestseller in my tea shop.
2: Absolutely. It's 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 delightful, and it's gonna hopefully help me to, this evening.
3: Mal
1: is going to throw it back like a shot, and then, out of instinct, <gasps>
2: throw the teacup against the wall. Full <laughs> <laughs> hands
1: die hard, you know what I mean? I, I will I will place that. I'm so sorry, ladies. we have an heirloom, but Please tell me that what had no emotional importance to you.
4: I've got like one hand on, on Maisie's thigh and the other hand is really slowly reaching for like my great-axe, which is sitting near us. I'm just like, do you want me to? Because I will. I can. No. I don't
3: mind. Bab- Babsy,
4: Babsy. I will.
3: No, 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 no. it's fine. It's, look... It's just another triad for the collection. It's, it's it's like my great, 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 great granduncle's tea set. The same thing that happened, do you remember? So it's okay. Now we have two triad tea sets. It's perfectly um, Hank and
0: Mal, give me constitution saving throws with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I'm gonna. As I'm rolling this, um, Hank is gonna sort of tap, sort of Mel on the shoulder, and said, "We're supposed to not be spending money, and like, no, you seem to be breaking a lot of things. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned." Don't, no, don't, I'm don't, don't worry.
1: I, I have a plan. Well, not really, but I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I will keep a tally, and I will. You, you won't have to spend a dime on behalf of me. I, I promise. Uh,
2: <laughs> a wonderful nine. Ten.
0: Okay, Hank and Mel, it, it hits you both. Pretty quickly, the the difference is Mal. As soon as the the, the, the tomato mint uh, hits your guts, you just it's weird. The the it, it definitely tasted like passata, and it definitely tasted like <laughs> mint. But there was definitely kind of a woody, mushroomy, texture-y aftertaste, um, and you just feel you just it. it, it you feel a little bit looser. You just feel, you know, uh, you, you can actually feel your fingernails. That kind of, you know, you're very in tune with yourself. Hank, on the other hand, you are a fucking tripping ball. Uh, you are seeing colours that are beyond the spectrum. Of, you're seeing kind of colours in different times. You feel, you feel three times taller than Mal um as you take a plus five temp hp so
2: i feel so right now i sort of think and i feel like i'm bigger than mal right yes yeah okay can i then um the the ladies of the room will then see this halfling head over to mal and he just goes time for a hike and he sort of like tries to lift mal up (laughs) um thinking that he's much much bigger than he actually is and sort of like leans over to try and get him to do like a a piggyback sort of thing
1: mal will start to sort of like uh humor him and like as he tries to like lift up mal's foot he sort of like lifts it up a little bit but he's kind of like not sure he i i don't think he really knows how to respond to that (laughs) like he's kind of like oh you know i i I think you might have had a little bit too much mint in your tea there. Uh Are, are you okay, friend?
2: I've never been better. This is a good tea. <laughs> can I have some more? I yeah, I would I would cut him off. Uh
3: I, You're only supposed to have one dose of this every 4 weeks.
2: <laughs> is it been 4 weeks yet? <laughs> For someone to no, no, see time right now.
1: You're not really good at that
0: there is a ringing of a bell uh downstairs and to all of you it just sounds like a a small dinner bell hank it sounds like choirs of angels are (laughs) beckoning you downstairs i mean you're pretty sure the bell is just going hank 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 and you yeah you just you really feel like uh, you're being summoned and amidst all of this you just hear speed dating mixer uh very very excitedly echoing down the hallway at you if uh, if you guys want to
1: head down there i just need 1 minute and i will i will meet head down there just i just need a, a moment alone if if you don't mind just a brief window of privacy here
3: i give a, a slight nod to him i take Babsy's hand and i go to bring her downstairs yeah i just finish my tea and follow along
4: do
2: you want me to stay with you
1: no you you hit on down i i just I, i'll if you if you gals could look after him until i make it downstairs that would be uh amazing because i don't think he's really in any shape to be socializing right now
3: no i think i think my he just kicked him in the keister a little too hard seems like
1: it. he tried to lift me and then i saw him like see his own death in the reflection <laughs> for a second i'm worried he's he's on a different journey than the rest of us so
2: just keep a keep a close eye on him
3: don't worry it, sh- it shouldn't last too long only about seven days he'll be fine
2: when you um when you say i saw my own death in the, in the in the mirror sort of a little tear rolls down my cheek and i just you just hear me whisper going
0: it was beautiful. <laughs> the three of you are heading down? Well, the the two ladies and you're escorting Hank?
4: Yes, yes. I try not to touch him, but I try to, like, corral him in the correct
0: direction. <laughs> okay, So you're, with with kind of the edge of your great axe,
1: you're just kind of shoving <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, <just> poking,
4: <laughs> prodding him, yeah.
1: I am going to pull out all of the little pieces and shards of that tea cup, and I'm going to spend a minute casting Mending on it to try to fix it.
0: It it comes back uh, almost perfectly. There is just a seam that hasn't quite, uh, you know. it, it I mean, it fits together, but it's that kind of thing that you'll still see the kind of the crack in it.
1: I'm going to put the teacup back in my pocket.
0: Okay, and you're heading out. Yep, Mal. As you're making your way downstairs, you, there's a bit of a a raucous noise. It, it you know, you, you you hear people talking. There's there's people uh, muttering away to themselves. Just who we were. Oh, we were just waiting on you. We, we're 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 short we're short some men folk. And you just see sitting uh, on the chair closest to you is Brad, who's set across from Barbara. Next to him is Hank, who is currently kind of chewing on the skin between his two, like his middle finger and his index finger. Opposite him is Phoebe, uh, who thought she'd be sitting opposite her husband. Uh, Next to her is Maisie and next to her is Tiffany. Uh, I will
1: sit across from Maisie.
0: Okay, I'd like to welcome you all to the start of what promises to be. And many, many journalists are saying a successful festival here at Winter Cayman. Um, you, You all are just you are you are the only ones that are here. Uh, but that doesn't matter. You've, you, you're, you're going to enjoy yourselves. You're going to, this is going to be something that you will always, always remember. I, I, I guarantee. Um, and he kind of, uh, he waves the one, like the staff over his head and he's kind of gesturing with both his hands. And there's a fluttering of, of wings. It sounds like, it sounds like little fat pigeons for a moment. Um, and through the door, uh, comes two single file lines, of what look like fat little babies in nappies mm-hmm. with these chunky, chubby, grey and white feathery wings and just a mop of curly hair, what look like little cherubs, all holding tiny little bows, or little heart arrows on them. And there's just a gaggle of little cute little baby noises and a fluttering of wings as they filter in around all of you. The first round of speed dating begins you have 60 seconds to get to know the love of your life, everybody. And he with that, he just he stamps the staff on the ground uh, and there's just a, a, a sparkle of, of light just twinkles from it uh, and a bell rings uh, with a kind of a uh coming from the bar. Barbara and Brad, you are, we'll, 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 we'll move our way down the chairs.
4: Hi. Um, I'm Barbara.
0: Brad. And he kind of he slinks down into the chair, leaning into himself a little bit, and he's just kind of like, so uh you uh got any property
4: <laughs> uh i i'm um, i I live uh in a flat above a tea shop with with Maisie there um oh
0: nice, nice a yeah dual residence and commercial fantastic uh, whereabouts in the city
4: uh mar- market district you know a little off street
0: wow, wow. What would you, would you would you say that you were, would you say that you were the, the, the owner of said property? Would you be looking to maybe downsize, you know, a, a woman of your age probably doesn't want to be living upstairs anymore, you know, hip and all that.
4: Um, uh, my hips are just fine, sir. Um, you know, stay in shape. I could take you on anyway.
0: Oh, and he just kind of, well, he just thumbs the side of his nose. Look, I, 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 I look, lady, I, I, I didn't mean to offend you, I. Like, I'm here because... And he gestures to the woman sitting next to you. Uh, she got dragged along because... And then he gestures down at Tiffany, uh, <laughs> who's making goo-goo eyes at, at Mal. Look, I'm sure your hips are perfect, but I'm... I'm, And he holds up his hand. I'm married.
4: Yeah, well, I'm not very interested either, so...
0: Oh, well, that's your loss. <laughs> I doubt it. Well, I doubt that you... Out that yeah,
4: nice. Good one.
0: Good one. Can I get a drink? Gladys kind of shovels over with just a uh, a goblet uh full of meat and she kind of shoves it at him.
4: Oh look at look at the two of you and sparks literally flying off the both of you. Can I also have a drink?
0: Of course. Um what 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 would the lady like? And is the gentleman No. What can I get you? He's clearly a, a modern man. He thinks you know you're an independent woman, you've got your own money
4: yeah i can handle myself uh mead is, is good wonderful
0: and <laughs> mead for a lady and <laughs> she just walks off and she goes to get it we move down to hank and phoebe who has kind of retreated onto her seat as she witnesses you um just half you know you're not tearing into your hand but you're just kind of nibbling at the the edges of, of the skin between your fingers or trying to at the very least um brad i i, I think my one's broken hi phoebe it's me. it's me it's me it's me head hank splitter oh god it remembered my name <laughs> oh, god. oh my god he's gonna split my head open <laughs> Let it write your brad. brad is just he's lost in conversation with barbara he doesn't give a shit <laughs> i see you've changed is that to impress me oh my god oh my god <laughs> He's noticing intricate details about me. Oh my god, he's making a map of my life. Are you
2: scared? Is it the jackalope up there? Don't worry. As you can see, I've grown since you last saw me. So I'm I'm willing to take it on. Oh my god. Are are you high? I mean, I'm quite high. I mean, I'm I'm three times the size of of Mal now. Oh.
0: Oh, this changes everything, um Frank. Um so where did you get it? Get what? The stuff that got you
2: high? I haven't taken I anything. Mean, I'm all I've done is I've been in, I've had a cup of tea, and and then I grew. Oh. Oh,
0: oh. Herbal tea. Tomatoes? Um some mint, oh, I think. Yeah, that's what, that's what all the kids are calling that new one.
2: And I sort of sort of nod over to Maisie and
0: she gave me the cup of tea.
2: Can you if you want to smell, I've got some. And he and he points behind his ear to uh let let her um sample. Give me a persuasion check with a match. Yeah, a, a meager nine.
1: It feels um accurate.
2: she
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she That was just me. Can't... That wasn't my
0: character. She's tempted, she just she's uh... And then when you said it was Maisie, she just kind of crosses her legs and she just turns her like she literally shifts her entire body away from you. And she's now trying to tap Maisie on the shoulder, but she's afraid of doing so in case she breaks any of Maisie's frail old bones. And I think as as she does
1: this, she sees Mel um, first kind of like, even though he's he's sitting across from two and he's going to start off, uh, I guess, talking with Maisie and say, you know, I again, I just feel awful about uh about earlier and I, I i did something well you know so just hold on real quick and he pats his, his chest and you hear a couple cracks and he pulls out shards <laughs> of that same cup uh and he goes oh you know what G- give me another minute i'll i'm I, I i thought i fixed it and then now it's just the and i was gonna um
3: young man young man it's 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 perfectly fine It's it happens all the time. I have many of a triad set at home. Please don't worry about I'm,
1: it. I'm, I'm going to make it right. I just, I, I can't help it. It's just, you know, I, I broke an heirloom after taking that lovely shot you gave me, and I, 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 I'm going to fix it. So just get, get I, I'll have it, I'll have it right as rain. <laughs> just, you know, give me some time.
3: Okay, okay, that's the, Please don't don't worry about it if it if it doesn't get fixed either. Oh,
1: I you know, I understood, but uh you know, I'll I'll make it right.
3: Oh dear, I wish you weren't so hard on yourself. I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from. I've always featherly towered over many a folk before and they certainly used to be quite intimidated by me. But then I just you know, then when I got older and a little bit smaller, they're just you know, you shrink down as you get older and all that.
1: That is uh that is quite uh, inspiring, uh, Tiffany. Conversational transition. How do you feel about growing older?
0: Oh, for a moment there, I thought I'd literally died of boredom. <laughs> oh, I, I I don't plan on growing old. I just plan on being dead someday. What a lovely sentiment there, uh,
1: but probably unfeasible. Uh, what what uh, what brings you to uh, this? Uh, weird festival that that we found ourselves in
0: my husband max uh you, you may you may be familiar with maximilian he uh he's involved in you know several businesses with the people in Tezrab, and he just said that you know we haven't spent a lot of time together lately and well when phoebe and brad suggested we take a couple's weekend away together and that her family's home and winter came. Well, you know. And as she as she's saying this, one of the cherubs is kind of floating next to her, or a little bit near to her, and it's just kind of with a, a little, just kind of a. It's just kind of sniffing her, and just lets out kind of a little, like just a, a low kind of cat like little whistle or, or or hiss. Sorry, and she just kind of swats it away. Oh my god, what in all the gods' names is that? She's just kind of swatting it away.
1: Ugh. <laughs> it looks to be like a, a,
0: a winged baby of some sort. Uh, oh, babies. Oh, gosh. Oh. Oh, if there's anything I detest more than old people, it's babies.
1: Interesting. You have a very small window of ages that you prefer, it seems like. Yes, it's just basically me. And, uh, and if, I, if I may, can I, can I ask how old you are? Is that, is that a polite question? I'm 21. You're 21. Uh, I'm going to roll an insight check, if that's all right. <laughs>
3: And I just kind of say, my dear, by the looks of you, it looks like your eggs have long since cracked.
1: <laughs> I,
0: I rolled a natural pony. Okay, so um, here's what happens. Um, Maisie, with that barbaric jive, <laughs> actually manages to shatter the illusion that <laughs> Tiffany keeps on herself. And it's not a magical spell, it's just... There's just this waft of charisma that, you know, when she says she's 21, most people just because they're afraid of her, agree with her that she's definitely 21. But as Maisie's words just kind of stab in her ear, um, Mal, as you as you fix it on her, you just see like her complexion shift and her, her forehead, whatever chemical or magic she had infused in there to keep it solid and unmoving. Um, it just... It boils, and there is just a furrow <laughs> of wrinkles, and you just see at the edges crow's feet and she looks a little bit older, she looks a little bit haggard, and she is definitely lying about being twenty one A few more of the, the the these winged little babies have kind of gathered around you, uh, and they seem to be kind of sizing up the situation and then a bell rings, uh, listoon kind of approaches. Would all the ladies please move? In a circle. There's no point moving down. Just move in a circle. Tiffany is now sitting across from Brad. Barbara, you're now sitting across from Hank. Maisie, you and Phoebe are now sitting across from Mal. Those little cherub-like babies uh, that are floating in the air are now kind of cloistering around Tiffany. They're all kind of whispering away to each other. And she's just sitting there and just staring at Brad, who is looking at the ground, and both of you hear just a <clears throat> just a very just a very soft clearing of her throat it's almost inaudible, but three people pick up on it the two of you and Brad who looks up at her and his face flushes and you see Tiffany just nod her head towards the back kitchen and a small little corridor and over the uh, over the the doorway you just see the the letters w c. And she gets up and she moves towards the corridor. I just have to powder my nose.
3: And ruffle some feathers. Mm,
0: I'm okay. And she flits away. Hank, um, sitting opposite you now is, (laughs) is Barbara. Sorry, I don't think we've been introduced. My name is Hank.
4: So I've seen I've seen Maisie give people like samples at the tea shop before. So I'm I'm used to sort of getting people through their first time with her tea. So um, I just go ahead and grab his hand and give it. a, little, And I make sure to pull away because I know if I don't, we'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, Hank. I'm Barbara. Um,
2: I'm good. I like your axe. Th-
4: thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Have you ever killed anyone with it?
4: Oh, that's a big question for 60-second speed dating. Uh, Short answer, yeah.
0: Good. (laughs) (laughs) Brad gets up uh, out of his seat. Oh, nat 20'd. Uh, Stealthily slings off to the bathroom. Uh, Maisie, at this stage, there's just a... Um, Your friend, like, he said that you... um, have some and she leans in very very closely like some
4: tomato uh
3: i don't have tomatoes dear no
0: no but like the the tea you know
3: oh you mean you mean my my tomato mint oh yeah uh, yeah. i'm sorry but i'm afraid i used up the last of it there earlier i i just because you know you're only supposed to take it once a month. Oh my
0: god, what and do you, you think? I am a rice- rube. I know how much I'm supposed to take.
3: <laughs> I do have some butterfly wings tea if you'd like some. Oh my
0: god. What does that do? I haven't heard of that one.
3: Uh, it makes you feel a little light and it helps speed up digestion. <clears throat> it's very good if you're on a diet. Oh,
0: I think I'm. Have... Wait, where's Brad and Tiffany?
3: Oh, they went to the water closet, I think. Well, Tiffany did anyway. That that young, well, not young. That, that... <laughs>
0: oh, like that's kind
1: of a, a, little, a little chortle to herself. You, you, they they've been in there for for a minute though. Should I go check
3: on them? Oh, that's very sweet of you. Why don't you? Yes, yes. Sure, this young gentleman will go and check for you. Uh, all
1: right Just yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here I go, and I'm gonna head on over there and, and just kind of like try to lightly knock
3: on. I turn back to politics, next... So, would you like to buy some tea?
0: We came down here to work on things. And he's in there. Oh, my God. Get away from me. Just get away. All of you podunk hillbillies. And she just kind of gets up and she knocks her seat back. I'm just going home. I am just I am just going by. And she <laughs> bolts out the uh, out the door.
1: I'm going to put my ear to the door and, and see what I hear.
0: I, I, you just hear very, very plainly. No, we. You said this was the last time, and, and then you kind of back you just hear, I told you it ended when I said it was over. Now, wait a second. And the door opens, uh, and Tiffany's standing there. Brad has kind of a couple of buttons on his flannel shirt open. This one's occupied. Oh, yep, my bad.
1: I'm sorry. I just thought I I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, momentary indiscretion here of of infidelity with your respective spouses. But uh, your wife just left. I think she seemed a little upset that you were in the pooper here with uh, with another lady.
0: Yes, Brad. What are you doing in the pooper with uh, (laughs) me? Uh, and Brad's like, oh, and he's just kind of buttoning up everything. He's like, Tiffany, look. Sw- oh. And he's he's now kind of, he he kind of pops a button and he just kind of, he brushes past her and she kind of rustles his hair as she does. I think with Brad gone, there might be a little room. I see. Um, you know, it, it, as
1: much as I think you're a beautiful lady and, Honestly, I get it. With the washboard abs and the bright red hair, that's kind of my type as well. But uh, y- you seem kind of awful, and so I think I might have a <laughs>
0: She uh, she's now gripping the enamel of that sink with all the force of a thousand titans. <laughs> and she desperately tries to cling to to just this reality where people are talking back to her so viciously. She's not used to it. And she slinks out back towards the the tavern floor. And standing there with the, with the staff over his head and the, the cherubs are kind of... When she appears, uh, when Tiffany kind of reappears, they all kind of turn really sharpishly towards her, which is kind of a stink eye. Every one of them is just fixing on her. Oh, well... This was fun. Um, I'm told tomorrow there's a tour of this quarter of a square mile. Uh, what fun. Um, um, shall we meet here in the morning for what I assume is breakfast slop? Gladys, just from behind the kitchen, just yells up, how did you know? <laughs> and lists you and just goes, no, wait, 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 we're not just done quite yet. And he, um, he lifts his staff and his other hand up and he raises and there's kind of just a spitting of sparks all around him. As he brings the staff down and there's just a, a shower of sparks that just light up uh, and make the form of a heart and a question mark in the middle of it. It looks to me like this has been a right successful evening and Gladys has sold all of two whole drinks. Well, <laughs> what can I say? People will be talking about this event for ages. I, I, I might
1: like to ask a quick question here about the singles weekend, if that's all right.
0: Of, of, of course, I, I am
1: the master of ceremony. That is my... Re- Responsibility. Wonderful. So I've so far only met married people in this lovely, uh, potentially lesbian couple here. I'm just wondering if there are any actual single people beside myself and my, uh, very inebriated friend, uh, Hank Headsplitter over there.
0: Uh, y- yes, uh, they will be definitely single people on the tour tomorrow. Uh, I, I- I I stake my fortune on it, young man. I I I don't know how
2: close I am to uh, Mel, but I'm just going to no, nudge and just go. I think Phoebe might be seeing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not really sure how
1: to unpack that one, so I'm just going to leave that there.
0: Well, it's it it behooves me every everyone to say that. The first day of the spring fair—it it, it draws to what some people are saying was a extremely successful first day. Well, I would love to meet those people. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I had a wonderful conversation about how much, um, how many dead bodies Barbara has uh, uh,
0: slaughtered.
4: I just sort of pat him on the head and I'm like. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs>
0: As you were informed by the delightful Mrs. Stormfinger, uh, tomorrow's event culminates in a tour of the wonderful Winter Came histories and many of our three historical buildings. (laughs) Then we have, of course, the festival culminating in the very, very wonderful Spring Fling Cotillion. And I'm sure many of you will be able to partake in a dance with a partner of your choosing, because like I've said many times, there will definitely be people here tomorrow. I hope. <laughs> and with, with that, good night, y'all. Good night, Liz.
3: I um, no I take Babsy's hand and give it a little squeeze and give her a little smile and start walking back towards the room.
4: I follow her, but I, I look back to just make sure Hank isn't, like, falling over. He's at least with Mal or something. I think I have
1: Hank like... Like carrying like a barrel or like
3: (laughs) under under. under your arm. (laughs) Nice, nice. That's amazing.
1: Like, come on, bud. Let's, let's, uh, let's get the hay here. This is wonderful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love you. I love you too, friend. With the four of you back in your room and kind of settling in for the night, um, it's, it gets the the room is warm but there is kind of a draft and it gets a little bit cold sleep does come to you hank unfortunately the last because who needs sleep when you are a uh, vessel for which all of cosmic energy uh, (laughs) travels through Um, and after tiring yourself out from pacing the floor you're all abruptly woken as the windows to, to the balcony open and standing at the edge of the balcony is this phantasmal form of a rather pale, ghostly looking man who points a hand into the room. Not at anybody in particular, but he just, he's just gesturing in. Return the ring, for I, I liked, it liked it, and put the said ring, ring on, on, it, on, on it, it, but it wasn't there to you, you have any and then he just vanishes.
3: Uh, Babsy, um, how strong was that dose? I mean, you're the one that dished it out, love. You tell me. You usually handle it much better than me. I, I, uh, I mean, you saw that, right?
1: Well, it, I uh, gotta say, this, uh, did, did, that, did that fellow look familiar to anyone? Did, did any, anyone steal a ring here? I stole
2: a lady's heart last night, I think.
1: I I don't know that you did, friend.
2: But... <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you, <man.
0: laughs> so
2: this
4: is really sweet and, and heartwarming, boys, but um, I'm a little bit concerned about the ghost thing. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: Return the Ring. Um, An interesting... It, it, there's almost a, a, a lyrical way that he spoke about that, about putting a ring on it, and or something like that. Uh, obviously, not close enough to, uh, you know, use any copyrighted language. Uh, but
2: uh, oh, 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 I remember a ring from last night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can I do a little bit of investigating of the the window area?
0: Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, give me an investigation check.
3: I got a fifteen on an investigation.
0: There isn't footprints. There isn't handprints. There isn't no. There's no obvious sign, Mavis, of a uh, of like you know what? Like, like this wasn't like someone climbed up, pretended to be a ghost, and then just disappeared. Um, but as you're kind of scouting out uh, the west uh, over the balcony, just faintly in the distance, like a, a good way off, you can't be a hundred percent certain. But it looks like. It looks like there's somebody out there with a torch.
3: I kind of um, flap my hand in Babs's direction, like, Babsy, Babsy, I see something out there.
4: Uh, I come up to her, like, just up behind her and kind of peek, peek around.
0: There's, there's nothing.
4: I think, I think maybe that tea was a bit too strong, love. I I think maybe we should just try and get some sleep.
3: But no, no, dear, it it, it was like someone was walking out in, in the forest there with, with a, with a torch.
4: I mean, there's nobody out there now, and I don't really know if any of us should. Be going out there at night in the dark in an area we don't know. Oh,
3: that's very true.
4: I know. Look, we'll we'll block the window here with with some sort of furniture or something heavy, and, and we'll just try to get through the night.
1: Ghosts and other spooky things are notoriously impervious. Or not impervious. That's, what is it? They can't pass through stuff, so that's a perfect plan.
4: <laughs> uh, look, he opened the door, the window, to, to spook us, so... <laughs>
1: that's fair if that sounded like I was being sarcastic I was not I was being stupid
4: (laughs) you know Mal it's hard to tell
0: the four of you return to bed and sleep is slow uh, to come to each of you Um, uh, but it does uh, and you wake the morning uh, with just the wonderful bellow um, below of just breakfast you're there's a kind of a, a rapping on the door a little while later for you to uh, you know, to, to go about your business and come join for breakfast because breakfast is served between six and seven AM um and not a minute after.
4: and um, when we wake up, uh I find myself sort of with an arm draped over Maisie and I just sort of sit up and like smile and laugh and then go to the other side of the bed.
3: Hearing her, her laugh, I, I wake up and I I rustle my feathers.
2: The how long do the effects of this tea last? Are they are they gone now? Am I, am I back a, to... you,
0: you can give me a constitution saving throw, Hank, just to see if you're um, if it's still in your system. I wouldn't have thought so. That's a that's a big old fat five. One whatever whatever that lady has cooked, it smells like the gods themselves stirred the pot. <laughs> because it smells glorious. You are utterly ravenous, but for for some reason you're now. Convinced that you're hearing through your tongue, so you're just occasionally just when people talk, you just, you're holding your mouth out because that's now how you listen to things. <laughs> oh, my. oh. oh. Yep.
2: I'm all those things.
0: I won't say it again. Breakfast is ready and it's going in the bin in 10 minutes.
2: Mal, Mal, I'm so hungry and that smells divine. Uh, let's okay, uh. Yeah, let's let's go. Just
1: go. Uh, you need some food in you. That tea has really knocked you on your ass. Um, and I, I'm just going to, again, kind of scoop him up, carry him like a barrel. As I think his tongue is leading
3: the way. As, 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 the, as the two of them are walking, I kind of whisper to Babs yeah, I think I figured it out. I think I gave him the dose that was meant for the Goliath, and the Goliath the dose that was meant for him. Amazing. Oh, I, oh, it was completely unintentional love do you have anything to help him out he could try some black root but you know that it it might give him boils too maybe the food might help him let's just wait and see
4: right maybe bring some of that black root with you just in case
3: oh yes okay and I pop some into my bag
4: Barbara
0: and uh, Maisie you come down to see Mal and Hank set at a table and just four bowls with just this um jelly like brown gloop Standing in the doorway, his arms kind of folded, uh, a hood pulled up over his shoulders, ripped pantaloons. Again, he bought them that way. Is uh, Jacob Schmeichel, the local team. Um, and he <laughs> nods uh, at you, Barbara and Maisie, uh, when he sees the you, you come down. Um, could you, like, hurry up and finish? Because we've got to go on the tour. I've got all Excuse me.
4: We're on holiday, and we will take our time and enjoy ourselves.
0: You came to Winter camp on holiday? Oh my god, how sad are your lives?
4: We don't even have proper trousers.
0: Um, this is what everybody's wearing? Who, who is
1: everybody? You're the only local teen in this town. <laughs> Therefore, it's cool.
4: I mean, you're the only one here to judge that, so... I'll be outside! And he just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: He turns and he walks to the door and he, he slams it with all the angst he can muster. <laughs>
2: I look, look at Mount I swallow and say, sorry, I didn't hear any of that. I was eating. I couldn't, I couldn't hear anything. I'm Understood. Just... Good morning. Good morning again, ladies. Uh, do you want to sit down and share some of this? Sloop. Gladys sloop. pipes up. Would you like to share some oh, sloop?
3: I'll... Yes. I, I, if we're setting out for a tour, we might as well make sure we have some food i'll try it
0: you all scoop some sloop uh, <laughs> and you you find the spoon sticks as you try to and there's just kind of a oh. sound as it as you try to kind of pull the spoon back free and there's that weird kind of vacuum sound it melts on the tongue and it kind of stays there oh. it's that you know if you do you know, when you have you ever like uh accidentally eaten the the skin of an orange you're just taking a bite and you forgot to peel like a part of it and you get that mm-hmm. kind of, that yeah uh, your entire tongue uh from the tip to the root is just uh it's soaked in that kind of waxy uh taste Ugh. it doesn't actually taste bad it's just texture wise it's like licking wax and chalk at the same time hank, hank in, in his state <laughs> hank is very much enjoying it.
3: i um i reach into my satchel and i i, I say to babs do you want do you want um some breakfast sprinkle, love. Oh God, please. And I, I reach in and I take out, it's like it's like a, basically like a mix of like, um, like a trail mix kind of thing for with like cranberries and stuff in it. And I sprinkle some of it on top of her bowl and then on top of mine. Okay.
4: I try to mostly just eat the top and not the rest of the stuff.
3: <laughs> like I'll take a little bit of
4: it just for sustenance, but like.
0: The door to the, the, the fortnighting uh, opens again and there's just kind of, Ugh! as uh, Jacob stands there, like just kind of defiant.
1: Are we going on the tour? Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get on out there. And I'm just going to pluck the onion from the center of my onion chunk from the center of my uh, gloop, and I'm just going to gnaw on that as we head out the door.
4: Nutritious
0: <laughs> onions are very good for you. Uh, <laughs> standing there holding up a luminous um, pink uh, flag is Jacob. Schmeichel, this scraggly uh, local teen that you met yesterday. And he's just looking as glum and as pasty and as greasy uh, as he was the day before. <sighs> so like uh, the mayor or the master of ceremonies said that I have to bring you on a tour of Winter Came. Welcome to the town. And he's now reading off the palm of his hand. <laughs> the town of came. It should be noted that the tour follows the entire expanse of this marvellous settlement. <laughs> we are standing outside the most historic landmark in the town. It is the Fortnight Inn. It once served as the mayor's house. You can tell that by the delightful architecture that façades the front of the building. And then he leans in very, very closely to the four of you. And yeah, I didn't tell you this, or I think like it's not on the tour stuff, but it also was the abattoir. And he just he had, he kind of nudges over at the, uh, the the that circular pen you saw yesterday. That's where like countless animals. Were led to their doom.
3: Oh my goodness. Deeply upset.
0: The
1: historical facts.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) My name is Jacob Schmeichel, but you guys can just call me Chase because that's my actual name and my (laughs) parents refuse to call me it. So (sighs) follow me and keep an eye on the pink flag of love that will guide you on the path to true romance. he moves about 10 feet and then points at the statue uh love gushes that you saw yesterday <laughs> and the, the the floral um arrangement around it and the kind of the the murky kind of pond that it's set into you as are... we go to oh yep
4: I was going to say as we go to like walk and follow him I just loosely link arms with Maisie and just kind of walk with her
0: (sighs) He rolls his eyes (laughs) The Love gushes Floral Gazebo is the number one place in all of winter came to propose
4: and he looks at the four of you
2: When was the last time anyone proposed around here?
4: Well,
0: not for nothing, but one and two marriages does end in divorce. You have both
1: uh, not answered his question and also deeply depressed everyone here.
0: (laughs) Welcome to life, my friend. (laughs) Get used to it. The next stop, and he's now moving a little bit further ahead down that dirt road, and you pass kind of a small ring of houses. Uh, And just off in the kind of the northwestern corner where... Yesterday, uh, Listoon had pointed up at some stone steps that he said, you know, that this was part of the tour that you'd be visiting. Uh, he stops outside a rather rickety looking kind of cottage. Welcome to my mom and my stepdad's house. <laughs> oh. Because everyone in Winter Came is happy. And he gives like a very low thumbs up.
3: <laughs> oh, bless him.
0: Chase, what would make you happy? Death.
2: (laughs) Hank looks over at Barbara and says, (laughs) here's one for you.
0: I don't even know why people came to this stupid town. I mean, the most interesting thing that I have in here was a guy died last year at the festival.
4: Can we hear more about that? Please. Yes.
0: Uh how's it, how, how, how's it going, y'all? Uh, kind of out of out of nowhere around a corner appears Listoon uh with a small little pack of those cherub babies that are floating around the place. Are we how, how's the tour going? How 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 have you guys been up to the pond? You're
1: not not quite yet. Your town youth was just about to tell us about how the man who died here last year.
4: Yes, we're very interested. It, is not part of the
0: tour I'm afraid so why don't you just head on up to the the pond and he can fill you in in all that legendary local history
4: see but that's that's what I'm looking for I I I love history and just you know I really love getting into the nitty-gritty stuff um and you've such a beautiful wonderful little town and I would just I would love to know more about the soul of it so what's up with this dead guy
0: <laughs> absolutely nothing And <laughs> he just and there is nothing suspicious at all whatsoever about that so on with your tour and Jacob less of the mortality you know
4: one in two marriages ends in divorce
0: <laughs> but then one doesn't <laughs> wasn't it where where's the rest of the the guests uh yeah you, know, you you four head along up there with uh with with young with young schmeichel there and i'll 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 go see you to the rest and he's just kind of looking pretty sure they're
4: all divorcing
0: <laughs> well you know they're they're true soulmates you you never know you never and shoot shoot come on get out of here get out of here <laughs> just
2: Listening just one thing before listening one thing before i go um he he does like to be called chase apparently
0: i will take your advice in accordance uh young chase if you wouldn't be so kind as to finish the tour and don't forget the gift shop chase just rolls his eyes but hank he kind of looks at you uh, just his, his expression shifts like a, a tiny bit it's just a small little meager there's just a little less contempt on his face. Um, <laughs> not smiling, that's he's just a little cool. less annoyed at the world. He turns his back on, on the four of you and he starts to head up uh, this, uh, this road that's leading towards these stone steps that climb a short little hill. Oh. So we're now standing at a famous pond that... Looks apparently like a teardrop, but how would anybody know what a teardrop looks like in Winter came Because everybody is always happy. Apparently, this is where Hedana apparently took her bath on a regular basis. And that's why the pond is locally known as Hedana's Tear.
3: Oh, that's very interesting, whoever that Hedona <laughs> one is.
0: Did
1: did Hedona kill the guy from last year?
0: No. He died of heartache. But you just said everyone's always happy here. Yeah, not that guy. I just feel like they're, you're they're <laughs>
1: conflicting stories here that I am now interested and invested in unpacking.
0: Well, and Chase just kind of looks around a little bit and he... Means in apparently last year's festival, a local lord died of heartache. But to be honest with you, I don't really think corpses froth at the mouth and get all bloaty if it's heartache.
1: So, who so someone proclaimed that it was heartache, but in actuality, he was having some sort of medical crisis.
0: That's what the
1: mayor said. Interesting. Is the mayor bad? Is that a weird question to ask? I don't know. It just he seems kind of off to me and he's got those little flying babies all around him. Any any idea what that's about?
0: The babies are new to me. I I think it's just a sad pathetic last ditch attempt to make this town not be crap.
1: Your ennui for life is just
0: delightful. Some people say I'm contagious. Now, if I could kindly show you four delightful singles to the gift shop, would you be so kind? And then as he's speaking, there's just a... And you just hear the sloshing of water as standing there in the pool, uh, you see... uh, Half uh, dressed Tiffany. Her hair slicked back. Oh. Good morning.
1: Well, hello there. Going for a morning dip, I see. Uh... Is uh, everything all right? That was a little alarming here.
0: I just, as I, 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 the, you know, it, the pond and the the story of the, that goddess that used to wash herself here. Well, you know, one goddess to another, I suppose. I just, you know, replenishing myself. Goddess, that old one. Yeah, looks like there's still an old one in there. <laughs> as she as she gets closer to you, you all see that her fingernails are dirty. Like it, like she seemed to like her. If she was washing herself her hands have like there's there's grit uh, and silt under her under her fingernails Um, and she's looking a little more flustered than uh, someone that would be going for a dip is she is
2: she she, uh facially is she she still wrinkled and older than
0: she's just uh, flustered Uh, she doesn't look as together as she did yesterday when you first saw her in the carriage but she's looking a little flustered everybody give me a perception check
2: 16
0: 13
4: 5 21.
0: Barbara, Mal, and Hank, uh, over the top of the trees that uh sort of circle the pond, just uh east, kind of coming up over the steps that you you had you had you climbed to get up here to the pond, you see four very vicious looking winged babies with bows and arrows drawn and they are fixed on the six of you standing there um, as they draw their arrows back. Everybody give me an initiative check. Stay tuned for part two of Couples Retreat a two-part special from Romancing the Dungeon featuring John from 5e Trash and Nate from Dice and Desire. And if you want to stay up to date with all things Romancing the Dungeon, including leaky little details for season two, make sure you're following us on social media at d8dungeon or join our Discord server. Just search for Romancing the Dungeon. We're back in two weeks. We'll see you then.